You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm joined by John and Greg. All right, guys. All right. Good evening. I've got a wee bit of a sniffle tonight, so I might sound worse than normal. Well, you get the cold. You get the cold. Just a just a wee bit of a sniffle. I definitely know anything worse than that. Have you taken it in for it? Well, I was sitting here with some sugar-free uh, lemon and lime drink. Aye. And I was told by a doctor, I think it's a doctor anyway, a medical professional, that a whiskey might help. <laughs> so, so I've just opened a, a bottle of whiskey. It's good advice. It's a wise man that must have dished it that advice to you. And also, I found a, a packet of Hall's, you know, the, the kind of menthol sweeties. Aye. So I thought, I'll have one of that, and that'll make me sound pretty good. But then I didn't realise that it's not going to sound very good when I'm sucking away here. So I've spat it out. It's like I always think when I'm drinking my beer on the podcast, I wonder if anyone can hear that as I'm sipping uh, a beer. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure somebody will. Aye. Just adds to the authenticity. Two board Danish stuff tonight. I'm trying that for the first time. Is it all right? It's all right. It's kind of, it's only 4%, so it's kind of quite watery. It, see, when I opened it up, it, and I, I kind of smelled it, and it smelled a vanilla lager. I can't quite think what it is. It probably is, it's probably Cogsberg. Maybe all Danish lagers just smell and taste the same. Aye, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Cogsberg. But it's all right. But I can still smell it that way. It's still, and it's not like that good a smell. Aye. I'll drink it. I'll drink it just for the research purposes. Oh, well, it's, it's got to be done. Gonna be done. Uh, take one for the team, John. That's what that's what Greg tells me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no strange that, that they're taking one for the team. Is that what how's the pink bibs getting on? Oh, they've, they've kinda of died a death a wee bit, the pink bibs. We wore them a couple of times and they've 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 kinda of gone missing since then. I don't know. Uh, I think I think I've already swiped them for the weekends. That's because I've I've not been playing, Greg, ever since the pink bib made an appearance. I've been out injured. That's what it is. It's maybe that maybe that that bib that's done the damage to you. Maybe that extra weight you were carrying in the bib. Aye, my legs can't handle it. I'll be back. I'll be back. Right on this week's podcast, I suggested at the start that we'd maybe have a a wee bit of a brief one because nobody's wanting to listen to me. Bunged up nose. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the charity bet. Got some Premiership games. You know I like to talk about Rangers, so I'll mention them. And then a wee bit of a serious note: the Jordan tapping incident, which uh, we'll mention that later. And then we'll end on the charity bet and anything else that pops up in between. Any good banter that Greg and John's been saving up all week for us? We have all the good banter before the podcast starts. Well, there was some innuendo there. There was, aye, it was good. You notice I didn't repeat my fisherman's friend joke. Ah, you said you need John, to know. John had already given me a hard time because that's the second time I'd used it. I was going to use it three times. Ah, cool. <laughs> it makes it sound like we rehearse before we come on. Oh, rehearse. <laughs> even watch your highlights. <laughs> I watched the highlights this week, actually. I even focused on them. Watched them on the BBC website earlier because I watched it in sports scene last night and just did my usual. Watched... Kind of asked about kind of half eye on it, and then the Aberdeen came came on, saw that, saw the goal, and then went ah, what's the what's the point? So, but today, I, tonight, I properly watched them. Oh, see, John, I, I didn't get a chance. It was my grand's birthday. Oh, happy birthday to your grand! 
Aye, happy birthday, Gran. I doubt she's listening, though. She know? Especially on her birthday. No, no. No, she'll be a wee clubbing, won't you? Uh, well, that's that's it. Especially Monday night, she'll find somewhere. What did you buy her? A bunch of flowers. Oh, nice. And my company for the evening. Oh, what? It's win-win. Right. I was telling her about my game. Mm-hmm. Uh, she downloaded it. Head, head the ball. <laughs> Well, my son piped up and said it's rubbish. <laughs> a, a boy years ago, far. Right, we'll start off with the charity bit. Did you mention what no your point. game's called? It's, uh, head the ball. Aye, where, where can you get it? Head the ball on the Google Play Store. You'll probably not find it Aye, because find it's the 10th in the list. No, I found it. It was top of the list. Oh, was it? Aye. Head the ball. Good games. Good games. Aye, made by good games. And I'm working on an update for it. There's going to be a leaderboard, an online leaderboard. It's, it's currently in testing <laughs> at the moment. As in, I'm writing it and I'm testing it and it's not working. Mm-hmm. But it'll come out at some point this week, I'm sure. My top score's 11. Well, that's rubbish. Thanks. <laughs> I think I'm 23. Aye, you made it. It doesn't mean I know any secrets. Aye. Right, we'll, we'll move on to the charity bit. Every week, I, I tease and say, oh, did we win? Did we no win? Well, it's obvious. We didn't win. It's pretty obvious. It was close this week, though, because we had Dundee United to win, we had Aberdeen to win, and then we had Sterling Albion. Now, I think it was me that suggested Sterling Albion. So, I'm sorry about that. I let people down. And also, I suggested Jordan White of Sterling Albion would score first, and he didn't. He didn't even score at all, I don't think. Was, it, was, this, was I on this last week? Uh, I, I don't know. I wasn't on it last week. I was at the pub quiz. I, I think I must have been on. I don't remember it. I don't remember Sterling Albion being mentioned. Did you sneak that in? Aye, I'm added that in. What? I couldn't have been Queen's Park. Couldn't have been listening at that point. I would have I'd have shouted you down. No, they were playing Queen's Park at home. Ah, you'd have fancied that, to be fair. Rubbish. <laughs> right. So that wasn't very good. So we'll hopefully get a better charity bet at the end of the podcast. But I wanted to mention a wee tip. That I got on Twitter the weekend. It was a, a tip start. I, I don't really follow him, but G Barry came out with a tip saying, Look, Hearts is a shoe in. Is that, Gar- is that Gareth Barry? Uh, I'm not really sure. Greg, maybe? Greg. Oh, <laughs> I don't have basically, put your house on Hearts to win. All I said. Four to one. All I said was Hearts were astonishingly good value. I never said put any money on it. I just said they were astonishingly good value. Aye, well, I wasn't too happy. How much did you lose? Aye, uh, it was uh, £2.27. Oh, I don't know. Console your, yourself with the fact I lost a larger amount than that on the same bet. What, did you yeah. bet Hearts to yep. win? Yep. At Motherwell? Yep. You need to have a bit more faith in your team. Your team's doing well. John, they did well on Saturday. Have you seen them the two games prior to that? Aye, but you're still... That's... In there on Saturday with a team of boys playing. It just shows you how poor hearts are. They can't turn their mother's side over. They've got 17-year-olds making their debut. I've seen the boy Leach made his debut. Mm-hmm. First played. Mm-hmm. Scott Leach's son. Finished that game with three under-19s playing. Yeah, well. Hearts still couldn't. Yeah, well. Still couldn't muster a run. A run? I was on the run. I put a £2 on Aberdeen to beat Celtic when they were winning 2-0 at half-time. <laughs> I got my 27p for that. So that the full is up on Hearts. That's a shame. That was your war chest for Cheltenham. Gone. Done the drain. Gone. <laughs> war chest for Cheltenham. Right, we want to rewind back to the Aberdeen-Celtic game because it's got to get a mention. For oh, I was brilliant, wasn't it? 
a couple of reasons. Uh, Celtic's records, both going the clean sheet record and uh, unbeaten record, and then Johnny Hayes' goal. Probably goal of the season, what do you think? I don't know about goal of the season, but it was certainly a cracker. Oh. Um, it, was, it was a good strike, but the the main points I think from the game, Van Dijk had set off, we made the extra one count in the first half. I he scored a really, really good goal, and then half-time 2-0, obviously quite confident and then second half you'd have thought it was Celtic that had 11 men and we had 10 men we team to just sit back and let them come at us uh, and then when they scored I started to get worried out because I'd, I'd managed to avoid the score because it was on delayed transmission in Alba so I thought right I'll make sure and avoid the score and then I thought I thought second half when they scored I thought oh no it's going to be 2-0 I'm going to miss an opportunity but happy days we break, uh, break their record so and I seen a list of, there was a thread on I don't know whether it's Facebook or Twitter that I saw recently. And it was a list of last something like last ten players or something like that to score against Celtic. And it was like San Neymar and all these European top stars and then there was McGinn, Rooney, Anderson, like Aberdeen players. So they're in good company. Aye, Rooney's got a good record compared to the other Rooney for this year anyway. Aye, he has, aye. Better value five, for money if you're talking about goals. Five goals in seven. It's good. Aye. So, well, we'll talk about the sending off. Now, I've seen it. I think it's a sending off. I think if you're talking about an obvious goal-scoring opportunity, which is how the rules worded, I think it is. There's some debate whether Ambrose was going to get back to cover, but I don't think so. So, I think it was right. I think it was a, a red card. don't know what Lennon's moaning about. And then the handball incident. I don't know. It happened so quick. I don't think that Reynolds plays... He moves his arm towards the ball. I don't think he means to handle it, whether it is a handball or not. I'm going to go on, on the fence and say I've seen them given. But I don't think I would personally give it because I don't think he knew it was coming. But I've seen them given. What do you think, Greg? I didn't see. I've not seen it. <laughs> I've not seen any of that game at all. I've not seen Johnny Hayes go. I've not seen the end of that. I was too busy sitting with my head in my hands listening to the mother result coming through for um, Perth to be bothered about Celtic to be honest but, um, ah, but the sounds of things like John said they, they, they made the one man advantage count which is um, which is often often crucial when you're playing against likes of Celtic and whatnot. but aye that's the record gone and at least it went to a decent goal you know it's one of the reasons it had gone to like a, a two yard scrambler and they might have felt a wee bit aggrieved but at least it's gone to a, gone to a screamer so aye, aye Aberdeen march on Aye, uh, anything else you wanted to mention about the games on Tuesday? No. Take that as a no then. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to be said for the rest of the games on Tuesday. Aye, there was Friday night football, but I didn't catch it on the telly box. Uh, I don't know, I've seen, I it it, but seen the highlights. The two missed penalties. never a penalty. Never a penalty. Which one? Which one? Oh, the first one, it was a free kick. But aye, no, was, never inside aye, the box. Um and then I Mackay so Shifty missed his penalty. Well, he had us saved, and then Mackay Stephen went right. I'm having this one. And then what does he do? He skies it. Aye, cause big gunning fancied it, didn't he? He'd a hold of the ball, and I think they'd looked at the touchline, and um, I don't know. The, the, the manager ever had obviously said give it to Mackay Stephen, but it's a real wild miss, eh? Oof. That was I. Gunning would probably be right at penalties. Has he not hit three kicks for them? Uh, aye, aye, he takes he takes the he takes the odd free kick for here and there. And the fact that he'd won the penalty and it had been one missed already, I think he thought he was uh, he was a stick on to get the nod, but uh, the young guy got it and ballooned it. And then they still won't go and win three one. 
Aye, I mean, hips are, hips are still rotten. Let's not let's no, uh, pepper over the cracks here. There's going to be a there's going to be a clear out come the end of the season, I would imagine, at Hibs, because all these all these punters that Fenland signed for the lower Irish leagues are clearly um, clearly not up to the up to the jobs, I'm sure. I'm sure Butcher will have his eye on a, a few loan signings and a couple of bodies for Inverness, maybe, so I'd imagine that, that um, Hibs side will look dramatically different next season for the one that's going to finish this season. Do you think they could get dragged to the relegation spot? The playoff spot? But, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd, 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 I would, I would be surprised if they, if they ended up down there. But it's the same. It gets to this stage of the season, and if you have a rather bad results, then um, you know if, if it coincides with another team picking up some points, then it has to put the pressure on. But I'd, I'd be pretty surprised if Hibs, if Hibs uh, finished that low. I'd have got four teams that are going to have to, yeah. to draw them in, if you like. They are. Like Kilmarnock, St Mirren, Partick, Ross County, all below them. I think that they're all. Uh, I think Hibs are better than all four of them. Uh, perhaps Partick Thistle, maybe, and uh, maybe St Mirren. Yeah, I've got. I, I've I don't got, think they're going to get drawn in. I've got a funny feeling St Mirren might make it dragged in into that into that battle. See the only thing about Hibs. See out there. See the five games they've got. Actually, sorry, six games they've got before the split. Only two of them are at home. They've got to play Motherwell, Inverness away, Partick Thistle away, St Johnson away. Then they've got the Hearts Hibs Derby, and then Hibs Aberdeen. Aye, well, it's just it's one of these. It just I think a lot of it depends on other teams as well. But I think with those other sides that are down there, none of them are really showing any signs of kicking on and putting a run together. And I think ultimately that'll I think that'll probably save save Hibs uh, save Hibs skin to bonus because I, I can't see any of those other teams making a charge just now. Ross County looked as though last weekend they were going to go and do something and then they get pumped during the week. So I, I think it's I think it'll be pretty much status quo down there. Uh, it's tight. It's them four teams all at a point separating them, uh, and then then they've not got that much before the sixth place cut off. Mm. I can't see if you're top but top six. Motherwell, Dundee United, Inverness. I can't see St. Johnson dropping down in no. the bottom six. I don't think it's, there's going to be much change there. No, no. No, it's only really... Um, I, mean, I guess we're only really playing for the for the playoff place now and then potentially the, the European places. But to be honest, the European places are such a curse these days that I don't think MD really wants them anymore. Especially not the really early ties no. where it's getting quite consistent where... Chairman are coming out and saying that they're just not making money from it. Uh, they really early ties. I mean, it's, it's, it just becomes almost like a distraction at that, that stage of the season, and you end up, uh, like you're saying, you end up having to fork out for aeroplanes to the darkest corners of, of Europe. And it's, um, yeah, I, I think even I know, I know, as a mother will support her, and it, it sounds crazy saying this, but because we've, we've featured in Europe pretty consistently over the last sort of four or five seasons I, I just I'm sick to the back teeth I'm fed up with that watching mother will getting pumped in Europe and no scoring I just it's, it doesn't interest me anymore so it's rubbish how there's so many qualifying rounds that Scottish teams have to play yeah it's chronic you would think you would think at least once you could they would put one Scottish team in the group stages as opposed to having like what three Italian clubs and three Spanish clubs and different things like that I mean, that's, I mean, is, it's all about the money aye that's it and did a country they, they must to get to those it. group stages, but even that's a, it's a huge ask, especially at that stage of the season. Aye. 
Uh, I I'd miss not going to see St Johnson and <laughs> miss your pies. That's it. That's it. It's actually reminded me of something that I don't think I mentioned on the the podcast. Oh, well, I did mention it's a pie. Is that what no. you're going to tell us? No, no. I did mention that I went to see St Johnson when they played uh, Rosenborg and FC Minsk, but I didn't mention what happened in extra time. Uh, the, the ball went out for a throw-in, and it was pretty lucky that the ball went out for a throw-in, but the sprinklers came on mid-game. <laughs> I've never seen that at a game of football before. I guess they, they had it timed to yeah. come on. I've, I've seen it done. Lucky the ball was out. I've seen it done before, like when the when the pundits are down pre-match. Yeah. Uh, thanks to cameras, like like early on in the morning, they always turn the sprinklers on and soak them. But I've never seen it during the during the game. Aye, imagine you're throwing goal. <laughs> you'd be raging. <laughs> so just by chance, it was out of the pitch. Right. So then at the weekend, Celtic bounced back five 0 against Inverness while Lee Griffiths. Getting to take the ball home under his jumper. Mm. And as I mentioned earlier, Motherwell. Ah, I mean Griffiths doing <coughs> me out of two pound odd. Just to just to go back to Griffiths, I mean he was he could have had he could have had five or six <clears throat> on Saturday, judging by the judging by the highlights. For every one he scored they missed one, so I think he ended it maybe had any doubts as to whether he was he was going to be able to do the business for Celtic in that league. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that performance on, on Saturday answered answer those questions because uh, a couple of decent finishes and he was always in and amongst it. Didn't look out of place. Looked more than comfortable at that level. Um, so, I mean, if he if he sticks around for two or three seasons, I can imagine him battering 20-plus goals a season without batting an eyelid. Oh, he was, well, he was scoring for fun for Hibs. Yeah. And you look at the the quality that he's got around him now, the service that he's going to get. Mm. Aye, a good signing domestically. I think a lot of the yeah. criticism was uh, is Aye. he the type of player that Celtic fans want for European football? Yeah, they and want they want a box can office. Can they afford that? I don't ah, think so. They want a box office signing to try and g everybody up a wee bit because as we said a couple of weeks ago, I mean the season's finished now for Celtic, and you know I think they were all hoping for somebody to maybe. Come in and put some numbers in the put some numbers in the gate and get get some guys coming back and and paying money to come and watch players and Griffiths you know as much as I, I think he's a he's a great talent and you know, he's a he's a cracking SPL player he's not the exciting signing that a lot of guys were after I mean you could have went and watched him playing for Hibs a couple of seasons ago so I mean it's no it's not a mouthwatering one but he would definitely definitely do a job I think I like the look of having Stokes up front they look, they look pretty good. Oh, it's interesting they're playing two up front now. Mm. The two of them and then Commons in behind. Yeah, and you look at the chances they created on Saturday against, you know, a decent a decent SPL side, you know, it doesn't uh it doesn't bode well for everybody else to be honest. I see Trip Mirren beat Kilmarnock. I'm sure I read that Boyd reckons they're now in the, the relegation scrap. Aye, well aye. I mean, again, they were another side that were looking as though they were they were they were going to start going on around and picking up points. But again, they've they've sort of stuttered again as well. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens with those three or four sides that are down there just now, because it's it's you know a couple of wins and the bounce make a big difference. A couple of defeats, everybody starts getting a wee bit edgy. And for Kilmarnock, you know, the potential to end up in that playoff spot and maybe drop down a division could be. From a business perspective, catastrophic. The one thing about Kamarik, though, I think you'll be all right. Is in terms, Boyd will score goals. Whereas Aye. if you look at you look at the other teams about them, 
Hibs are struggling for goals. St Mirren are struggling for goals. Partick Thistle recently have had a wee bit of mm. kind of upturning goals. Ross County are actually alright with scoring, but concede yeah. far too many. I, yeah. I, when it comes to it, I think Ross County will be the team that finishes in that uh, playoff relegation spot because they concede too many. That's the bottom line. I've not heard a lot about Eremenko since he signed for Kamarnak. I'm not sure if he's another Jemba uh, Jemba where there's a bit too much hype and he doesn't live up to it. It's probably not much fit, is he? I don't think he's played much over the last two years. He could take off at half-time. Uh, Jemba Jemba didn't feature at all. He's been a big disappointment from what I've seen. He's he's a type of guy that looks like he's got the quality there, but he just he's, he's so slow. It's, well, Jemba Jemba seems like he's mid to late 30s. It's as if he's really is at the tail end of his career. When he's not, I don't think he's too old at all. He's definitely not late 30s. No. He's 32. There's no reason for Aye. him playing like that. No. no. But I'm sure he's not going to be getting paid a lot. Seems like he's just wanting to be way into football, way back in. Ah, it's going to be some appearance Monday, really, isn't it? You're taking a sip of your whiskey there, Craig? I was, I. Aye, I knew there was. There was a bit of silence there. And then I was thinking, aye, he's taking a sip of the whiskey. It's every time I think my nose is starting to. Uh, You'll be able to hear it. I think I'll just have another whiskey, and then I'll no, I'll no care. And then I'll no be bothered. Come if, if it's no better tomorrow, then get a curry, hot curry, and that'll be it. Sweated out of the system. If it's not, if it's not better tomorrow, don't you be coming into work? I don't want your stinking cold off you. Well, there is that. There is the chance of a day off. <laughs> sniffle. That will be the text. I've got ah, a sniffle. Right, is there anything else you wanted to mention about the Premiership games at the weekend? Uh, just in terms of Jamie Linefield, that's his 18th clean sheet this season, and also his 100th clean sheet in the top flight. So he kind of divides opinion between football fans, especially Aberdeen fans, but his clean sheet record's pretty good. Obviously the defence deserves credit for that as well, the whole team, but pretty good record. 18 clean sheets. Ah, he's done well, Langfield. I always kind of quite liked Langfield. Never understood the the criticism that he got for a lot of a lot of Aberdeen fans, because any time we've, we've we've played Aberdeen, he's been pretty uh, he's been pretty solid, and uh, it's backed up there by statistics as well, clean sheets all uh, round. He's prone to the odd hour, but what goalkeeper is exactly? It? That's I mean, if you can if you get somebody who nine times out of ten is pretty steady, then you can accept the one out of ten where he where he comes out flapping. Um. Uh, one thing as well was, I don't know if either of you seen it, was the Ross County and Partick Thistle game. The highlights, both of the goals were from free kicks, but they just was it uh, Partick Thistle's free kick? The wall jumped before Higginbotham even hit it. Oh, aye, Higginbotham's right, like, right oh, under it. Aye. It's like, what are they doing? Wait till the ball's been struck before you jump. It was a good, um, who was it that got the, was it Richie Britton? Got aye, the Britton, Ross aye. County one's a crank strike. It reminds me of a free kick. I can't remember where the one of the guys lay down underneath the wall. They'd obviously done their homework and <laughs> played against somebody who was a bit cheeky and would try and hit it under the wall. I'm sure they lay down. It's one of those clips you see on YouTube. It just starts doing the rounds and then disappears and nobody remembers it. But, uh, but it doesn't happen very often nowadays, does it? It's the kind of thing... Oh, was, it, was it Scotland? Was it Charlie Adam did it? Hey. Mm. Uh, tried to hit it under the wall and to me anyway it was a it was a revelation it was like Oof, how are you thinking about this how are you where did you get this idea from but now nowadays it just crops up now and again it's a mere reappearance aye 
I wanted to mention a boring game of football, a rubbish game of football, and that was East Fife against Rangers. I was on the telly box, sat down, excited, watch Rangers. I, we all know that they like to play sexy football, free scoring, and it was crap. It was, get the ball to Moshney, Moshney looks up, hits a long ball up, and nothing really happens from then on. That was it. That, that sums up the game, other than the penalty at the end, which had a lot of Twitter uh, and uproar. Oh, there's a penalty. That's not like Rangers Twitter. There's a penalty. Oh, there's a penalty for Rangers. All these people moaning about it, and yet they weren't watching the game. They didn't watch the game to see that it was a valid penalty. There was a foul in the box. They just see, oh, it's a penalty and stoppage time, so it must be some kind of conspiracy. At least it takes the pressure off all the admin rumours that are down the rounds, eh? The referee's probably done you a favour there by giving you a soft penalty in the last minute. Take the pressure <laughs> off for the old uh, Tomo blogging or that again. <laughs> you know what? It's this other guy, Dave King. Is that Dave King? South African ah. uh, businessman, Dave King. <laughs> oh, no. Ah, he's a troublemaker. I don't ah, know. Is he stirring it? Is he stirring it? Well, he's got an issue with the club's finances, and he's he's not so sure that there's enough money in the pot. So to help things along, he comes out and says, "Well, by the way, your season ticket money, then he gave it to Rangers. Withhold it. Withhold it until these they answer these questions. That's that's a surefire way to get them to get Rangers to either go into administration or or worse." That's the, that's the main source of income. Is he not a bit of a shady character himself? Has he not got history in South Africa? Of, well, uh, I don't want to say too much, John, because he comes in to save the day. But uh, he's got a bit of history. Uh, some will say that he was uh, had tax issues and he was he was fined lots of lots of money. And then on the other hand, some will say that he had tax issues, but it's all okay because he, he made an offer and he and he paid it. So uh, it just depends what side of the divide you're on whether it's it's a blemish on his CV or not it's just another uh, it's just another chapter in Shysters being involved though uh, with this with this particular club it just seems to be a never ending line of dodgy um, dodgy characters lining up to try and take control of this this football club and spinning various lines to media and supporters and it's just it's can we not go back? so boring. Can we not go back to just like football? And the financial side of things only comes into it when a team goes out and wants to buy a player and spends whatever, uh, 10 grand or a million on a player. Uh, That's uh, the only money I'm interested I think in. If you were, I think if you weren't talking about that particular football club, that would be the case because I'm sure there are clubs up and down the country that have financial issues which don't make the blogs and Channel 4 and don't make Twitter alight and all the rest of it. But the upshot is it's a, it's, a, it's a massive Scottish institution and that's what makes it headline news and that's what sells newspapers. So if the Sun can print a, a headline in the back of their paper saying Rangers to be an admin by Wednesday and know that there's going to be another 10,000 people by the sun. I mean, that's you know, that's what it's all about. It's not. It's nothing to do with facts or anything else. It's, it's gossiping and scaremongering and trying to shift newspapers and if people hit various sites, you know. It's, um, it's, just, a, it's just a bit of troublemaking in the background. Yeah, it's, it's something I try to avoid as much as possible nowadays. It's just not... It doesn't interest me too much. 
Right, a wee bit of a serious note down in the, the lower leagues, down in the bottom division. Uh, Peterhead beat Easterlandshire four 0 but the big story there was Peterhead's sort a, a minority of fans in the Peterhead supports their treatment of Jordan Tapping, who was racially abused and had to be substituted because of the the level of abuse he was getting and how it was affecting him. I think it's, it's shocking. He's he's seventeen. This is just this pretty much a school kid getting abused, racially abused to the level that he can't play football. And apparently when he was leaving the park, he was applauded by teammates and uh, Peterhead players as well. I think it's disgusting. Aye. And I hope that whoever it is, whoever, whether it was one, two or ten, yeah, well, so-called Peterhead fans, whoever it is, I hope they get dealt with. Yeah, well, you see, this, this is, I mean, it's, it's, first and foremost, it's just disgusting that in this day and age we're still talking about you know, football players getting whatever it is, monkey chance or whatever it was it was going on, I don't know what it was going on, but whatever it is beyond belief, but then you know these people that are clapping them off the park and, and sympathising for us, they must have heard it as well, so if you could hear when your teammates getting abused like that you turn around to the referee and you say, do you know what yeah, the, the police to stop that or you take everybody off the park because that's the only way it gets dealt with oh that's just, well we'll just, subst- know, we'll just substitute the boy, we'll just take him off forget that, the player's on mass should have walked off the park at that point because that's that's what gets these things addressed and that then puts the focus on the morons that are shouting the ball in the crowd because you might find there's everybody else in the crowd turns around and says hey you say that once when you're going to get a burst myth but you know just to, just to substitute them and just to commit later on and apologise that's, that's crap it's just letting these idiots away with it I'm sure it was Grant from uh, STV uh, he was as I mentioned earlier I was at my grand so I didn't really get to hear it completely but I'm sure he was speaking about the rules involved and that in Scotland the referee can't take the players off the park in that situation I think it's open if it's a UEFA competition possibly they're, but they're sp- told to do that but in this country they're told to to just put it in their match report yeah, but there's but there's, I, there's nothing to stop those players walking off the park that's my point because if you hear when your teammates getting abused like that you, you get the captain that side and you say do you know what we're not having this. And you say to the referee, you either tell the police right now to get that sorted out or we're off the park. It's a sticky situation. It's easy to say that the right thing to do would be to, to walk off the park to deal with that. But if you're talking about football, they're potentially going to run the risk of being docked points. Uh, I, I don't think they would be docked points. Could, could you imagine the outcry at the SFA if they turned around and docked a team points because... The entire team had on mass left the park because one of their players was being racially abused. The SFA would never have the balls to find anybody for that, I think, because SFA have got zero backbone as well. They've got no spine either, and there's no way they would start picking fights because that would get them one hell of a lot of uh, publicity as well. Because that's how you highlight these things. You just stop playing. Was it? Was it no? Um, was it no AC Milan that did that? Did they not turn oh, and walk it was off? A friendly, the pitch? I think. Ah, they turn yes, and walk. And yes. look at the publicity that got worldwide. That's how you stamp these things. You just, you don't, I don't know, I just, I don't, and as much as you've everybody coming out and apologising now and saying, oh, it's terrible and all the rest of it, that's too late, that's gone. These idiots are probably scot-free, out the ground, never to be seen again because there'll be no CCTV and they've got away with it. They've been highlighted at the time and the team should just have walked. Uh, it's sad that we're, we're talking about something like that in this day and age. It is, I mean, it's, it's just beggar's belief. Beggars belief. Even abusing, even even abusing them, 
calling him a dick or whatever. He's he's only seventeen. Aye. No, I mean as any of these any of these idiots are going to essentially school kids playing football. I think it tells you you need to know about the mentality of a lot of people that go and watch unfortunately go and watch football in this country. Yep. Yeah. Right, you want to move on and do some predictions in the premiership? The, the next weekend. The Predos, I'm calling this the Predos. The Predos. Predos, say it carefully. This is the Predos section. It's a very fixtures because there's a cup. There's only two. And you don't want to be talking about Predos, right? Because there was an incident in, in my local town earlier today where there was a demonstration to get a, a Predo <laughs> out of his house. No, I Oh, what? There was, I was driving past this was a few hours after the demonstration. There was police everywhere. Is that right? Apparently, Gee, he's, he's moved out. This all started today. He's been moved out. Uh, who knows? I, I don't know the ins and outs. Pitchforks at the ready. Run them yeah, out of town, man. Like a... Mental. Right, so I've got two games because it's the Scottish Cup. We've got quite a good weekend uh, ahead for... TV fixtures because we've got three mm. games. Nice. <laughs> Carry this? on. What's, what's, what's the booze for? You know what it is. You know Aye. my. You know my thoughts. John's the same. You know our thoughts in this TV nonsense. Right. Well, for everybody else, I'll talk about the exciting weekend ahead. We've got Wraith Rovers St Johnson on paper. Maybe not the most exciting game, but I tell you what. I'll watch at least part of it. So get along, get along and see it. Get along, put your hand in your pocket, go and watch it. What's it? What channel is it on? That's on Sky Sports 1. Sky. <laughs> right, and then on the Sunday, we've got Inverness against Dundee United. That's at half 12. And that's on Council Tele, Greg. Even you can watch that, BBC yeah, 1. I'm boycotting it at principle. Right, then Rangers against Albion Rovers. It's not Sterling Albion. That's the, the Rangers here. <laughs> Half past three, Sky Sports one. Basically, the only game that's not on is the Aberdeen Dumbarton game on TV. Nobody's want to watch them chukters. So, a good weekend of football for uh, everyone. Perfect, Greg. Great for all the armchair fans. Brilliant. I don't watch any of it. Right, so the first game up and the predictions and the predos is a game that Greg's obviously going to. That's Hibs against Motherwell. Do you know what, smart arse? I might actually be going to that <laughs> just to call, just to call you it for your nonsense. I may well Aye. be at that game Saturday. I'm going to be, I'm going to be in Edinburgh on Saturday anyway, uh, visiting my sister who's got a new house, and it just happens to be half an hour or so from uh, Easter Road. So yep, you might find Aye. I'm actually there, son. Not sitting Aye. in the house watching some garbage being piped in the idiot's lantern. You're going to be raging when you go to this game. Because you'll be swearing under raging. your breath going, I didn't, I didn't even want to go to this game. I'm just going just because Craig said. I'm always raging at the game. <laughs> Easter Road's a good day. It is, but I'll have the kids with me, so it's going to be chronic. Because they'll just be moaning and wanting a, a Coke and a Lars bar. And I'll, be, I'll, I'll not be buying them it because it's already skint me about £65 to get in. Can they not stay at the sisters? <laughs> the sisters <laughs> you go to the game? Not a bad idea, John. Yeah, like, see if you worry. had a decent phone, you could have gave them a loan at to play some games. Decent phone, you in a minute. Uh, what phone have you got? I've got I, I've, my phone's. It doesn't matter. It's ten times better than Craig's <laughs> fancy new phone that he can't get the internet on. That's how good my phone is. Get away, play head the ball. <sighs> head the ball. You're you get that on your phone. Aye, don't I know it? 
<laughs> right, Hibs Motherwell. I'm gonna go two two. <sighs> oh, don't fancy this either. Bookie get both sides evenly matched. Aye, everything's everything's putting at a draw. One each. I will go for two one to Motherwell. Two one to Motherwell, right? And then we've got Kamarnaka against Hearts. Home one two one. Aye. Hearts are poof, hearts are really bad. Can you believe how bad they were? Two nothing Kilmarnock. I think I'll go for a home win as well. Uh, I'll go for one 0 to Kilmarnock. That could be one for the charity bet. It could be. Could be. We'll need to have a look at the the fixtures there uh, because there's uh, there's that game. There's the the Rangers game's an obvious one, but I need to check see what values there. Uh, that's no be value at all. Aye. That Kelly Hearts game reminds me there was the Hearts official site was on Twitter tweeting that you could listen to Laurie do the commentary. Oh, but it turns out it's subscription only. Oh, what a pay. There's no chance of me. I was going to listen to a wee bit of him as well. But they wouldn't let me. Subscription only. Who's going to subscribe to that? I don't listen to Laurie. <laughs> Unless you're writing a bedtime story or something like that. I mean, come oh. on. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> meaning that, John. Oh, right, sorry. Aye. I was just meaning who would subscribe to a Hearts TV. Maybe Hearts fans. Maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Could be right. I'm only kidding, okay. Laurie, by the way, if you're listening. Maybe we should make this subscription only. <gasps> what? Nobody listening as as. Does that mean we'll finally get paid? <laughs> oh, aye. Aye, we're all waiting to get paid, John. means we aye. need to pay everybody to listen. That's a subscription. We'd be paying money, yet. Aye. It could work. Could yeah. work. And what I'll do is I'll look into that model. It's <laughs> yeah, it, it not recently we had 600 downloads in a podcast. Oh, we've had more than that, John. Oh, more than that now. Oh, aye. Oh, the, the one where I, uh, I titled it that hearts were cheats. Oh, aye, that I'm sure we had over a thousand. Yeah. Every one of them, well, was probably thinking this is just rubbish because I never said that they were cheats. Mm-hmm. Anyway, right, we're on to the charity bet and what I did was I thought I'll sign up the hot hot tipster that I've, that I've told us I've told everybody that gave a good tip at the weekend there. I'm in fire. The hot tipster's gonna pick a goal scorer. First scorer nap. This is my nap for the weekend. A nap. Yep. I picked one. Right. I am going to the championship. I'm going with Queen of the South versus Hamilton. Right. And I'm going with ex Motherwell man Bob Shagger McHugh. Score first, 61. Bob McHugh. Bob 60. McHugh. No, give him his, give him his give full, me his full name. title. Bob Shagger <laughs> McHugh, 61. Queen of the South versus Hamilton. Mm-hmm. But Hamilton are up near the top of the table. Bob McHugh hates Hamilton, John. Ah, yes, right. There's the logic. Right, that's a good bet. I'm into that kind of bet. There's at least some reasoning behind it. Yeah. Yeah. What was that noise? It's my chair. I'm moving my chair back. My my joggy bottoms are falling off. Oh, come on. (laughs) It's not that kind of podcast. I think you're recording that after this one. I should switch the video on. (laughs) <laughs> this is to get a webcam <laughs> oh, oh. 
I'm going to have to tick that explicit tag. <laughs> watch your, watch right. your downloads rocket. One for the ladies. <laughs> right, think of, the, think of the charity, Greg. Mm-hmm. What, is that, is that why his children are falling off? Is that part of the charity? <laughs> right, so we need to get a double or possibly a treble. We're not going for Rangers against Albion Rovers. That's 1-16. to 16. What are Albion Rovers? 16-1. Oh, get your money on that. Oh, tempting. Albion Rovers are going all the way to the final. No, they wouldn't be welcome back at Ibrox for the semi-finals if they put us out. What's, uh, what's both teams to score that game? That's a good shout. That's a good shout. See if you could be very very specific and say Albion Rovers to score first, that would be even better. Both teams to score 21-20. to 20. Oh, that's, that's it. I thought I'd be better than that. It's not very generous. See, that's pretty standard for... It's a oh, standard beat. By the way, DS. Dundee United are 8-5 to five to win against Inverness. Mm, it's a good bet. I'm saying that Inverness, back, they parted a few in the week, uh, midweek. They thumped Ross County. Aye, but I think maybe Dundee United have come back into form a wee bit. Aye, United are definitely looking broken like the, like the side they used to be. Good. What else is that? Let me see. Falkirk are at evens at home to Robinson. Aye, Falkirk could be a good shout. Because they obviously... Falkirk, Hamilton and Dundee are all kind of pushing, pushing for the title. And evens at home's pretty good. Aye, it's, it's almost too good. <laughs> Aye, let's not pick that. That's the odds are too good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's right. the, that's the good day, or just far too good. One to sixteen, Rangers. <laughs> right. right. We all went to so, Comarnock. They're three to four. Yeah, I don't know if I trust Comarnock with a charity bit. Aye, aye. What about both? Oh, no, both teams to score is going to be good rap for that. Isn't it? What about in Fairmont Stenhouse? We have both teams to score. Hope you're writing all these down, Craig. Gonna go for a no, seven. These are all suggestions. Seven no added into this. Oh no, 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 not done. Fairmont's down there. We are sorry. Air against Stranraer. Both teams to score. <laughs> I was getting, no, I was getting confused between Stranraer and Stenhousemuir, but it's because Air and Stranraer are both kind of in the playoff spots. Right, both teams to score. Oh no, no, we're not doing that. Nine to twenty. Nine to twenty. Right. You what about that Rangers one? That's not bad. That's, that's not bad. That's not bad odds. <laughs> Both teams to score in more than two and a half goals. Yes. <laughs> okay. Very similar bet. Right, well, uh, over two and a half goals is 13 to 10. What, just, just over two and a half goals by itself? Could go it's with 13 that. 13 to 10. Could go with that. Could be an absolute hiding. Aye, I would just right. go with that as opposed well, to the both teams to score and both teams to score. Two, over two and a half goals seems like a good bet. Just on its own? Aye. Aye, that and, but we'll pick something else. And that and Falkirk at home. Double it with something else. Right, okay, okay. Right, okay, that's, that's a good idea. Good idea. Right, we'll go for that. 13 to 10. Oh, no, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I've read that wrong. Oh, dear, oh. what's happened? Oh, oh dear, we can't, you can't get the staff in these days. Right, over two and a half goals is one to four. <laughs> one to four. 13 to 10 to one to four. That was for the second half. The odds I gave you. It's the cold that's playing with my mind. Aye. So whiskey. Many yard. Whiskey. Just pretending that I'm 
measuring them out. I don't know. Half a glass, maybe. Aye, but what size is the glass, but? A can glass. Uh, so, we're not going to go for two and a half goals in it, one to four. No. No chance. No, but the both teams to score, I think, still a good one. Aye, so there's, there's a degree of chance for it. And then we need, we've got to go with Falkirk as well. I like Falkirk. I like the sound of that. Falkirk at Evans at home is a great price. I know that Dundee, Falkirk and Haverland keep on slipping up and all that and they keep on trying to give the table to each other, but Dundee aren't playing this weekend and Hamilton are away from home, so Falkirk to make home advantage count. Right, that's £41 back. Yes. That's, that's it. We've won already. McBookie may as well just give us the money. Right, £10 on that from McBookie. Courtesy of McBookie. £41 back on that. And then we've got Bob McHugh. I'm going to Sunday name. Shaga. Well, Bob's not going to be a Sunday name, is it? What is shit? Maybe Shaga. Robert. (laughs) Robert McHugh. 61. Right, that's it. Surefire. Sorted. Money in the bank. Easy. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? I think so. Or randomness. No, but you money in the bank, you came up with a wrestling reference. We've no hard wrestling for a while. We've no. We've no. It's coming up for WrestleMania. Uh, Hulk Hogan is coming uh, back. I know. Good stuff. Craig, you know Hulk Hogan. He can't wrestle, but. I've got my finger hovering over the end call button. You're just <laughs> not. <laughs> you like Hulk. Admit it. <laughs> What you gonna do with the biggest arms in the world around you? <laughs> that was my poor impression of Hulk Hogan. Apologies ah. to any Hulk Hogan fans. Or Hulk Hogan himself. Or Hulk Hogan himself, because he's maybe listening. Chances are high. You know, it's because he doesn't really have any sounds, if you know what I mean. Like, see if we're talking about Ric Flair. Woo! That's easy. Uh, Who else has got a sound man. Oh, yeah. he's not make, I don't think he's making any kind of sound now, Macho Man. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's a, bit, a depressing way to end the podcast, but thanks. Aye. Right, well, thanks for coming on the two years. Thanks for putting, putting up with me. With a cold. And hopefully, I don't sound this bad next week. <laughs> <laughs>